Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hello everyone and welcome to Totally Mackinac Island. I am your host Heather and I'm excited to be back sharing more of a hundred things to do on Mackinac Island before you die and some scary ghost stories. Okay that was really cheesy but I had to throw that in there. Um, I apologize if last week on the episode I sounded a little bit off. I did not realize I was beginning to get a sinus infection and I know I'm not a doctor, I am not a nurse, so please don't, if you don't go out and get this unless you double check, of course, with your medications, but the um, Mucinex line has a sinus part of it, and I'm going to tell you guys, that was my lifesaver. Um, now, you take it every four hours. I get real sleepy, even though it says it's not supposed to be drowsy. So I would just recommend if you've not taken it, make sure that you don't have any of those side effects. But I do know that this year allergies and sinuses have been so bad. This is new territory for me and never experienced this until my 40s. So trying to navigate through all of this is just something that I'm trying to figure out. So again, Usinex Sinus. It is a miracle worker for me at least, and I hope that if you guys are struggling with some of this, that maybe it could help you out too. With that being said, um, most of the places at this time have closed on the island. They have had their final weekend. The Halloween weekend has come and gone there, and I know that I'm sure it was a hit. I do actually have some FOMO about not being up there for it this weekend, but we will be doing a um, fun weekend with the kiddos. Uh, there's this Five Nights at Freddy. I guess it was a video game. I am completely clueless on this. And it's coming out in the theaters, but Peacock is airing it. And so um, the kids wanted to have a big sleepover, so Friday night, Caleb's having his cousin over, and then Saturday night, Cass is having her friend over. So I ordered a bunch of cute decorations off Amazon. I'm going to make some cake pops, which are super easy to make if you've never made them. All you get is you make a box cake, and then you put some 
um, frosting that you buy at the store um, after the cake is cooled. Put the cake in a mixer with the frosting, mix it together, roll it in balls, and then dip it in melted down um, um, hard candy like that you get at Michael's or you can get it at Hobby Lobby and you can get the sticks there. And I'm not going to have them standing upright. I'm going to actually have them the other way so it looks kind of um, cute that way and try and decorate them a little bit. So um, I'm going to do Oreo ones. Those are their favorite. And just make it a fun Halloween trick or, you know, trick or treating event here at the house. Our trick or treating will be the Saturday before Halloween, which I love for the kiddos. I hope the weather is going to be great for anybody that does have trick-or-treating because I just loved doing that when I was little and even enjoyed handing candy out. So cannot believe that's here. We're going into November. I don't even know where the year has gone. So um, yeah, so that is coming up quickly. And I hope you guys have all had a great year so far and got some trips up to Mackinac. Even though things have shut down on the island, there's still places you can stay at there. Village Inn Suites and Pontiac Lodge are two places that are open year-round. And those are, this would be a great time for you to go up there and really explore the inner part of the island um, because it's just going to give you a different feel and the quietness that is there. Do know that the shops are not open. There, you might get random shops that could be open. Now there will be events coming up with the Christmas tree lighting and New Year's Eve. As those get closer, I'll remind you about them. You can also watch the Christmas tree lighting live on Facebook, on their Facebook page. I do know if you do not follow Addicted to Mackinac on Facebook, please do that. They share that on their live as well too. So really fun to watch that. It gives you a bit of being there and they keep the tree in the middle of the street. So, um, okay, so I'm going to get into finishing the 100 things to do on Mackinac Island before you die, and then I will go into some haunting tales that are on Mackinac. Again, if you've not done the Haunts of Mackinac tour, I highly um, recommend it because it's one of those things where you kind of learn a little bit even more history with it if you will it's it's really fun to experience that um and the two times that i've gone there were different ways that we went each time some of them they retold the stories but that was nice because then you got to re-familiarize themselves with it okay so back to 100 things so i'm going to go to number 51 go fly a kite Every day, weather permitting, colorful kites fill the sky at Windermere Point, welcoming arriving fairies and Hope's Great Turtle Toys store owner Ben Nye, enticing visitors of all ages to try their hand at kite flying. He's on a mission to spread the high flying fun and is welcomes you to try the demonstration kites, which range from easy to fly, triangular delta to box kites and dragon kites that unfurl to 150 feet long. Great Turtle Toys carries kites suitable for beginner and intermediate flyers, as well as some advanced, high-tech models. You can also bring your own kites to test the island's shifting winds, which can be unpredictable and make the fun challenge. There's a tip. In addition to Windermere Point, the island's safest spots for flying kites are Great Turtle Park, the Mackinac Island Public School Grounds, and the Great Lawn and Mission Point Resort. I have seen the kites flying out there, and it's really fun um, to see that. Okay, 
take a swing at Mackinac Golf. Golfers have a choice of distinctively different experiences within Mackinac Island's 3.8 square miles, including a rare example of 19th century course at Wawashkamo Golf Club. The nine-hole links course has changed little since it was laid out in 1898 by Scotsman's Alex Smith on what was a War of 1812 battlefield. Wawashkamo, which means Walk a Crooked Trail, hosts the National Hickory Stick Classic each August and has hickories for rent. Grand Hotel's 18-hole jewel requires a carriage ride between its Grand Hotel Nines and uh, with the Straits of Mackinac views and the Woods Nine a mile and a half away. Admission Point Resort, the Greens of Mackinac, is an 18-hole executive putting course with the bent grass greens along the Lake Huron shore. It's open for daytime and evening glow for fun golf. Tip for the website for packages that include golf, lodging, meals, and more. See the sites, 53, see the sites of the country's second national park. In the span of 20 years, Mackinac morphed from military outpost to being named in 1875 the second U.S. National Park after Yellowstone. In 1895, control was transferred from the federal government to the state, and it became Michigan's first state park. There is no fee to access Mackinac Island State Park, which covers more than 80% of the island. Pets are welcome, but camping, hunting, and campfires are prohibited. The park's 70-plus miles of trails connect historic sites, scenic views, and natural geological wonders formed over millions of years. Mostly limestone bedrock, the island is covered with a thin layer of soil that manages to support 270 varieties of wildflowers, a carnivorous florist, and a mixed hardwood forest. Its wildlife population includes birds, squirrels, chipmunks, rabbits, bats, and turtles. Also, foxes, white-tailed deer, coyotes, and bobcats that sometimes cross from the mainland via ice bridges. Tip, stop at the visitor center for an overview and tips on exploring the park. Pop for the inexpensive but handy historic Mackinac Island Visitor's Guide, which describes seven themed touring routes with maps. You can also get these sometimes when you're getting on the ferry, you will see them there. 54, get a bird's eye view with Mackinac parasailing. Soar 600 feet above the Straits of Mackinac on a parasail flight that's suitable for all ages. No experience required. Certain restrictions apply. Just pull on the life vest, buckle up, sit back and relax. Enjoy the liftoff right from the deck of the Mackinac parasailing boat. Take in the spectacular views of the island, Mackinac Bridge, boat traffic below. Each flight lasts 10 to 12 minutes and can accommodate one, two, or three riders. Let the captain know if you want to get your feet wet and he'll dip you down to lake level for a splash before landing. Observers can take the boat ride for a small fee. Advanced reservations are suggestion, suggested. Excuse me. Tip. Enjoy a discounted rate for two on the 9 a.m. morning eye opener flight. 55. Make strides for Mackinac foot races. Each year, Run Mackinac organizes what is called the Three Great Races, One Beautiful Island for runners and walkers of all abilities in June, September, and October. Lilac 10K Run and Walk, this annual early June Lilac Festival event draws more than 1,000 participants who race from busy downtown through the center of the island and along the scenic Lakeshore Road. Mackinac Island 8 Mile. 
Now approaching a half century of road races, this fairly flat paved route around the island is family-friendly event that attracts about 2,000 walkers and runners each September. Great Turtle Trail Run. A maximum of 3,000 runners and walkers follow a scenic inner island trails during the annual end of the season October event, which features a half marathon and 5.7 mile run walk. 56. Escape to a snow-covered oasis. Mackinac Island takes on a quiet, otherworldly quality when it's covered in white. The streets are nearly deserted and just a couple of lodging and dining spots and shops are open for the winter. The ban on motorized vehicles is lifted and the hum of snowmobiles fills the air. People-powered transport is by cross-country skis, snowshoes, and flat bikes excuse me, fat bikes with wide tires made for traveling on top of the snow. So you can easily cruise to the craggy limestone formations of Arch Rock and Sugarloaf. Skaters will enjoy the state park's free outdoor ice rink behind Fort Mackinac. You must bring your own sports equipment, although limited number of fat tire bikes are available for rent on Mackinac. Be sure to phone ahead to reserve yours. This is through Mackinac Wheels. Tip. The Twilight Turtle Trek is free. Two-mile, lantern-filled cross-country screen and snowshoe outing with bonfire and hot chocolate in January, February, and March. Check out the schedule at MackinawParks.com. I've always wanted to do that. Suit up and snowmobile. When snow blankets Mackinac, snowmobiles roar to life. It's the only time of year that public is allowed to operate a motor vehicle on the island, and sledders look forward to buzzing around on their machines through picturesque streets, exploring state park trails, and circling M185, 8.2 mile perimeter road. Starline will ferry your snowmobile from St. Ignace for a fee. Based on availability, sleds must be registered and display a snowmobile trail permit from the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. On arrival at the island, visitors must purchase a $5 snowmobile day pass at the head of the ice bridge, state park office, or police department. And that was number 57. This is the tip. By February, if the weather cooperates, thick ice holds ferry schedule and an ice bridge forms between the island and the upper peninsula. Residents use Christmas trees to mark the route between British Landing and St. Ignace. However, because of changing unpredictable conditions, the ice bridge can be extremely dangerous. Lives and sleds have been lost. The U.S. Coast Guard does not condone crossing it. You could not pay me enough money to ever do that. I don't care if the lake was frozen all the way to the bottom. So kudos to those that do. 58. Pack Fido's Bag for Mackinac. Mackinac Island welcomes well-behaved dogs on leashes and owners who clean up after them. With more than 80% of its area designated as state park, the island offers plenty of room to roam with four-legged friends on the 70-plus miles of the Inner Island Trails and 8.2-mile perimeter road. Dogs are welcome to visit Fort Mackinac and board the Mackinac Island Carriage Tours, where lap dogs ride free. There is a fee for larger dogs. Mission Point Resort is one of the three dog-friendly lodging options on the island. For meals, pack picnics, or ask restaurants with outdoor dining whether they permit pets on the patio. The tea room at Fort Mackinac is one. Bonus, pets ride free on the ferries. So here is some of the places that they have listed. Fort Mackinac, 
Mackinac Island Carriage Tours, Mission Point Resort, Park Place Suites of Mackinac Island, Sunset Condominiums, Shepler's Ferry, Starline Mackinac Island Ferry, which is now the Mackinac Island Ferry Company. Okay, Culture and History, 59. Leave your cares and car behind. Some of the fun of Mackinac Island is getting there. Most visitors arrive by passenger ferries that depart Mackinac City at the top of the Lower Peninsula and St. Ignace, the gateway to the Upper Peninsula. Shepler's Ferry and Starline Mackinac Island Ferries service both cities, where vehicle parking is ample and secure. The ferry ride is about 20 minutes long and you're free to choose a seat on the open air top deck or indoor lower deck. Reservations are not required but may be made online. Look for discounts on tickets. Departures vary according to season. Ferries do not run through the night. Both companies transport, transport pets, bicycles, and strollers, and Starline, which operates until wintry conditions and ice prohibit crossing, will convey your snow, snowmobile for free. There's a tip. Try to catch the ferry that makes a quick detour for a close-up view of the Mackinac Bridge, the twin-towered five-mile suspension bridge that connects the upper and lower peninsulas. Boaters are welcome at the Mackinac Island State Harbor. Um, private charter planes may land at Mackinac Island's airport lighted 3,500-foot paved runway. Great Lakes Air provides charter service from St. Ignace. Reservations are required for the four-minute flight aboard the single-engine Cherokee 6. And then another tip they give is Great Lake Air offers 20-minute sightseeing tours over the Straits of Mackinac and Mackinac Bridge by reservation. 60. Soldier at Mackinac at Fort Mackinac. On a bluff 150 feet above Straits of Mackinac, the whitewashed stone walls of Fort Mackinac contain 14 buildings that date to 1780, when the British built the military outpost. The Americans and the British fought over the fort until it was returned to the United States after the War of 1812. Rome the barracks, officer quarters, blockhouses, hospital, and bathhouse, where a post-surgeon crowned soldiers bathed once a week or more. Through videos, displays, and artifacts, the exhibit Mackinac, an island famous for those regions, sums up its history and evolution from the gathering place for Native Americans to commercial center and tourist destination. Families head to the kids' quarters for hands-on activities, check schedules for tours, parade ground games and drills, musket rifle and cannon firings by costume interpreters. Here's a tip. Your ticket to Fort Mackinac includes admission to the Richard and Jane Manoogian Mackinac Art Museum and the park's historic downtown buildings. 61. Get high at Fort Holmes. That's not at all what it means when you read this title, FYI. Big shiny Fort Mackinac hogs, the Citadel Spotlight. But there's a second stronghold at the island's highest point that's worth the uphill trek for its historic purpose and panoramic vista. During the War of 1812, the British constructed Fort George, a wood and earthen outpost positioned to defend the larger fort's vulnerable north side. When the Americans regained Mackinac in 1850, they renamed the redoubt after Major Andrew Holmes, a casualty of the previous year's Battle of Fort Mackinac. The abandoned fort was a popular tourist destination even as it crumbled. It was rebuilt and again fell into ruin. In honor of the Bicentennial War of 1812, Fort Holmes was reconstructed from the original plans stashed in the National Archives. Tip. 
and Mission and Miles Wide Views are free. It's a great spot for picnics and stargazing too. 62, draw inspiration for Mackinac Art. Built as the Indian dormitory, this sturdy structure was snubbed by tribal members who came to the island to receive annual payments for the 15 million acres of Northern Michigan land that they had sold to the United States in the 1836 Treaty of Washington. Problem was the Indians preferred to camp along the shoreline. Their would-be housing was repurposed as offices, the schoolhouse, and finally the Richard and Jane Manoogian Mackinac Art Museum. Its eclectic collection of island-related and inspired art includes century-old maps, paintings, intricate Indian beadwork, a vintage poster promoting the island of romance, and Victorian souvenir glassware. Study the hand-tinted photographs by William H. Gardner, who operated a local studio from 1896 to 1935 to see how much and how little the island has changed. Tip. Take the family to the kids' art studio on the ground floor to create a masterpiece as a memento of your visit. 63. Call on the Governor's Cottage. The Grand Victorian cottages that line the east and west bluffs above the town were built as summer retreats by the wealthy in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. The fanciful homes feature architectural details such as turrets, wide porches, ornate woodwork, and stained glass. You can peek inside a fine example of one of the East Bluff cottages on Wednesday mornings from June through August on a free 15-minute tour of the first floor of the governor's summer resident. Built in 1902 by Chicago attorney Lawrence Andrew Young, the three-story, 11-bedroom, shingle-style cottage is on the National Register of the Historic Places and has been a perk of Michigan's chief executive's office since 1945. Tip. For a close-up look at West Bluff Cottages and panoramic straight views, follow Rest Bluff Road to Pontiac Trail, which is right by Grand Hotel. 64. March Through History on Market Street. The region's bounty of beaver, mink, fox, rabbit, and other otter make Mackinac and its Market Street the fur industry hotspot from the 1600s until trade peaked in the 1830s. John Jacob Astor's lucrative American Fur Company was managed by Robert Stewart from his handsome 1817 federal-style home, now a city museum. At the American Fur Company store, an accidental shooting in 1822 led Dr. William Beaumont's pioneering study of the digestive system, when a gunshot to the gut of voyager Alex St. Martin created a wound that wouldn't heal the doc gained a portal into the man's stomach for observation and experiments. The store and neighboring McGulpin House, Biddle House, and Benjamin Blacksmith Shop round out the Market Street sites that offer a look at the early life on Mackinac. Tip. Admission to the State Park's historic downtown sites, American Fur Company Store and Dr. Beaumont Museum, McGilpin House, Biddle House, and Museum Blacksmith Shop include with each ticket to Fort Mackinac. So don't think just because you get the Fort Mackinac that you just go up there. Always go down to Market Street. A lot of times in the summer you'll see Boy Scouts and their job is to actually direct you to some of those places. 65. Hail the Horse Culture. Since the automobile was banned in 1898, the island has reigned as the place where as longtime Grand Hotel owner W. Stewart Woodfield declared, horse is king. 
Each spring, about 500 horses, specially trained to work in a unique island environment, return from their winter break at mainland farms, refreshed for another season of pulling carriages, taxis, and drays, and getting saddled up for trail riders. Sorry, Mo sees something outside, so he likes to let everybody know he's here. You can learn to ride in a group of private lessons at the Mackinac Community Equestrian Center, where the nonprofit Mackinac Horsemen's Association preserves and protects local horse culture through classes, clinics, and horse shows. A Grand Hotel's working stable, visitors are welcome to inspect an impressive collection of antique carriages and sleighs and meet the resident royalty a dozen Grand Hotel horses. Okay. So here's some other tips that they have. Following a trail ride or carriage tour, hoof into a horsey-themed eatery and soak up the um, equine atmosphere. The Jockey Club, riding hat light fixtures illuminate the cozy dining room with the views of the Grand Hotel's Jewels Golf Course. Mustang Lounge, that's the one restaurant that, along with Village in, um, I'm sorry, with Kingston Kitchen, that's open year-round. Mustang Lounge, hang at the staying with the locals. The Bar and Grill is named for both the popular Ford car and the horse tradition. Pink Pony, the iconic hot pink mascot prances through the bar, dining room, and entertainment spot in the waterfront Chippewa Hotel. Seabiscuit Cafe, the 1938 racehorse phenomenon Seabiscuit inspired the decor menu, which includes wine from California's Seabiscuit Ranch. 66. Get the skinny on Round Island Lighthouse. The square Round Island Lighthouse not only marks the way for vessels passing through the Straits of Mackinac, but also signals to ferry passengers that they're about to disembark at Mackinac Island. The light, with its 53-foot red and white tower, was lit in 1896 and decommissioned in 1947. The condition of the abandoned structure deteriorated until local lighthouse lovers organized to raise funds and rescue the landmark. Over the decades, volunteers have restored the tower and outdoor buildings. And in 1996, the light came on again using solar power. The small, uninhibited Round Island is a wilderness area of the Hiawatha National Forest and is accessible only by private boat. The lighthouse, which is not open to the public, claimed its 15 minutes of movie fame in the 1980 film Somewhere in Time. 67. Ponder the portraits of Native people. There are Native American chiefs, warriors, princesses, and orators captured on canvas to preserve the people in distinctive dress representing 19 tribes. Commissioned by Thomas Lorraine McKinney, superintendent of the Bureau of Indian Affairs, the portraits were painted between 1822 and 1838 by Charles Bird King while Indian dignitaries were in Washington, D.C. to conduct business. The images, with biographies written by James Hall, were sold in bound editions as the history of the Indian tribes of North America. The original paintings were destroyed in a fire at the Smithsonian in 1865, but lithographs of 120 subjects survived. Prints were donated to the Michelin Mackinac Historical Society, and copies of those make up the McKinney Hall and Portrait Collection that hangs in a circular gallery within Mackinac Island's carousel shops. Tip, the gallery sells prints of the portraits, locally made Native American crafts such as drums, spirit feathers, talking sticks, and jewelry, and books about local, regional Native American interests. 68. Admire art sculpted by nature. Mackinac Island's massive rock formations are the stuff of Native American legends. Geological studies, 
and countless photographs from hand-tinted Victorian-era prints to selfies. The natural wonders were created over a million years ago from limestone that was broken and cemented together by ancient seams to form the hard substance recognized as Mackinac Breccia. The Breccia has shaped by churning waters that eroded soft materials and left towering stacks, sculpted shapes, and caves. Arch Rock, which reaches 146 feet above eastern shoreline, is a favorite hiking and biking destination. A break for bicyclists circling the island, it's 207 steps up from the road and a quick photo op stop on a narrated carriage tours. Boy Scout Gerald Ford, decades before he was president, posed for pictures on the natural bridge. Climbing the arch is, is banned. Tip, Sugarloaf, a dramatic Risha mass rising 75 feet above the ground, is the largest of Mackinac Island's many limestone stacks. View it from afar at Point Lookout, then circle its base to comprehend its height. Other interesting geological features marked on island maps are Robinson's Folly, Skull Cave, Devil's Kitchen, and Cave of the Woods. If you must choose one, head to Crack on the Island for a photo of you stuck in the split of the limestone. That's over by the airport in case you were wondering where Crack on the Island is. 69. Appreciate the past at Grand Hotel. Built of mountains of white pine in a mere 93 days in 1887. The gleaming white Grand Hotel is one of the last remaining examples of America's Gilded Age summertime resorts. Catering to city dwellers who boarded steamships and trains to escape the heat and enjoy the clean, fresh air and water of northern Michigan, Grand Hotel made Mackinac Island one of its country's premier leisure destinations. Under third-generation Musser family ownership and President Dan Musser III, the hotel is thoroughly modern in its accommodation, amenities, and wildly colorful decor. Yet it maintains customs such as afternoon tea in the parlor, dressing for dinner, and evenings of dancing to live orchestra. These traditions, to be savored and appreciated, perhaps from rocking chair on the 660-foot-long porch overlooking the glistening waters of the Straits of Mackinac. Tip. No two Grand Hotel's 393 guest rooms and suites exuberantly decorated by Carlton Varney are alike. Some have stunning lake views, while others are thematically designed, including seven First Lady Suites. So here's something interesting. You can sample the Mackinac summer cottage life for a night, week, or more at the Masco Cottage, a four-bedroom home that accommodates up to eight and includes Grand Hotel meals and amenities. The monthly rate, just under 90000 you guys better start getting on that. 70. Pay your respects at the cemeteries. A great deal of island's history rests in its three cemeteries, clustered along Garrison Road in the center of the island. Visitors are welcome to take a quiet and respectful walk through the Protestant Mackinac Island Cemetery, St. Anne Catholic Cemetery, and Military Youth Post Center Cemetery. Although the civilian graveyards are historically named Protestant and Catholic, they are not strictly denominational. Originally, the burial plots were located near downtown churches, but because of overcrowding, the 1850 graves were moved inland. The final resting places of the Native Americans were disturbed by development over the centuries, but one burial mound is marked near the St. Anne Cemetery. Break for Anishibabe history. The stories and legends of the first people of the Great Lakes region, including the Straits of Mackinac, are told at six interpretive stations that dot M185, the popular paved bicycle route that circles the island. 
Each panel along the Native American cultural history trail addresses an aspect of the Nishikibabe, Ottawa, Ojibwe, and Potawatomi, and their connection to the island and the Great Lakes. Learn about their ceremonies and lifestyles, excuse me, the changes they encountered with the 17th century arrival of the Europeans, and the 1836 Treaty of Washington. The series ends with a look at the Nishikawabe in the 21st century. Each stop has benches and parking area for bicycles. The project is a joint effort of the Little Traverse Bay Band of Ottawa Indians and Mackinac State Historic Parks. 72. Go to Church. St. Anne Catholic Church offers a glimpse into the history of the Christianity in the Straits of Mackinac. Introduced by Jesuit missionaries in 1670, the original log church relocated the lower peninsula to the island in 1780, was replaced with the current graceful structure in 1875. Step inside to admire the artwork and stained glass. Mass is offered year-round. On the lower level, the Images of Faith Museum, open seasonally, contains baptismal, marriage, and death records dating to 1695, as well as art and artifacts from the church and parishioners. Also on Huron Street, Historic Mission Church is the oldest standing church building in Michigan. Now a museum, the island's first Protestant church was built in simple New England colonial style in 1829 to 1830. Tip, peek inside the replica of the 17th century missionary bark chapel in Marquette Park near the south Sally Ramp of Fort Mackinac. It's the um, round looking dome thing that you see when you're um, looking at Marquette Park. 73. Greet the day at Mission Point Resort. The red roofed compound that sprawls across 18 acres of the sunrise side of Mackinac Island has distinctively different vibe than its Victorian era neighbors to the west. Mission Point Resort was built as a conference center by moral rearmament at International Peace Organization in the 1950s and 60s and was gradually transformed into a hotel. Owners Denert and Suzanne War were on a mission to improve the 240-room resort while respecting the historical aspects, such as impressive teepee-evoking lobby constructed with the 50-foot pine beam trestles, tons of natural stone, and twin fireplaces. Amenities at the full-service property, including five dining options, free program for kids, a full-service spa, prep-friendly accommodations, and activities such as staff-guided sunrise hikes. The great lawn linking the hotel and the Lake Huron shore is dotted with Adirondack chairs that invite a good read, freighter watching, and daydreaming. Tip, climb the Mission Point Observation Tower for great views of the island. And on your way up, take in the museum exhibits about moral rearmament and the Straits of Mackinac and its maritime history. 74. Fire the cannon at Fort Mackinac. The kaboom of cannon rings out at Fort Mackinac, thrilling the visitors who gathered the upper gun platform to witness the ritual repeated in the 1880s military interpreters. Several times through the day, you can don a blue kepi, a flat-topped army hat, and assist with the morning salute as the soldier positions, cleans, loads, and primes the artillery. And then, on command, ready, fire. It's your job to pull the lanyard to trigger the first cannon volley of the day. No need to yell duck to the folks of Marquette Park and the harbor 150 below. The reproduction six-pound cannon fires a blank through three ounces of black powder. Anyone ages 13 and older can sign up in advance for the 
The fee is $50 and you keep the kepi and earplugs. Tip. See the fort's only historic piece of artillery, the Perry Cannon, in the exhibit of the soldiers' barracks. The 12-pound iron gun was with the American fleet that tried to recapture Fort Mackinac from the British during the War of 1812. 75. Go Fort on the 4th. Celebrate Independence Day with an old-fashioned picnic, spar-spangled at festivities at Fort Mackinac. Be decked with flags and bunting of 1880s 4th of July. Throughout the afternoon, visitors tour the fort and join in Victorian games and dances on the parade ground. That evening, the American picnic spreads across the parade grounds with patriotic music accompanying a feast prepared by Grand Hotel that includes barbecue ribs, grilled chicken, burgers, hot dogs, corn on the cob, watermelon, and more. A separate ticket is required for the American picnic. The island's annual fireworks display caps the 4th of July celebration. Tip. Additional annual special events at Fort Mackinac include vintage baseball matchup between its team, the Never Sweats and regional rival, Gasly Mackinac, an evening tour focusing on the grimmer, grimmer aspects of fort life, the fire at night when the fort is open at sunset for cannon and rifle firings. 76. Discover a view named Anne. On the wooded bluff east of the Fort Mackinac is a spot with a spectacular view of town, the harbor and passing freighter traffic, with the curious name of Anne's Tablet. It's a memorial of Constance Fenimore Wilson, a 19th century writer who, as a teen, summered on Mackinac Island and made it the setting for her first novel, Anne, available from the Island Bookstore. A successful but troubled writer, in 1894, Wilson died, possibly by suicide, in Italy, where she is buried. In 1960, 1916, excuse me, her nephew, Samuel Mather, a Cleveland industrialist and East Bluff resident, commissioned the tribute consisting of engraved benches and a large bronze plaque that reads in memoriam Constant Fenimore Wilson, author traveler, has expressed her love of this island and its beauty in the words of her heroine, Anne. Tip. Anne's tablet is on visitor's map, but it's a bit of a challenge to reach. Small signs point the way to the wooded path along the bluff behind the fort and past the Somewhere in Time gazebo, or climb the Crow's Nest Trail stairway from the base of the bluff near the Children's Place Skep at Marquette Park. Turn left when you reach Anne's Tablet Trail and wend your way to the Overlook. You have to be very careful. There's a lot of roots that stick out, but also when you get to Anne's Tablet, if you hike up a little bit higher, you can overlook all of downtown. 77. Beware of the Pugwudgies. At a place as rich in Native American lore as Mackinac Island, there are tales to explain everything from creation, the great turtle rising from the waters, to Arch Rock, a heartbroken Indian maiden's tears eroded the opening in the Breccia Formation, and Sugarloaf from the certain angle you can see the massive profile of an Indian brave who lives internally in the 75-foot towering rock. Then there are the Pukwudgies, the mischievous little people of the woods of the Great Lakes region. According to a local guide, the playful fairies have been blamed for pranks such as removing or turning around directional signage on the trails and making maps disappear. As you hike or bike your way to the island landmarks, be sure to pay close attention for your surroundings and hold on to your map. 78. Enjoy a historic night's sleep. 
Because of all of Mackinac Island is recognized as a National Historic Landmark, the majority of the accommodations are in buildings with deep roofs and fascinating stories behind their gingerbread trim and inviting wicker-filled front porches. The Island House Hotel has been welcoming guests since 1852. Klohan Bed and Breakfast contains antiques original to the family who built the home in 1884. The sunny yellow waterfront bay view of Mackinac dates back to 1891. Harborview Inn is built around the home Magdalene Law Firm Raw, a successful full fur trader and businesswoman in the early 1800s. There's not a chain property among the lodging options, which offer more than 1,500 rooms. Consult the Mackinac Island Tourism official website for special packages and aid that helps selected place to stay based on the type of lodging, budget, and location. 79. Pitch in on grand closing. When Grand Hotel debuted in July 10, 1887, and for years to follow, the tourism season was just a couple of months long, and the structure was shuttered for most of the year. Gradually, the resort has been expanded and improved to accommodate guests for a longer period, from May through October. What happens during the six months when the lights are switched off and doors are locked? At the annual Close the Grand Gate getaway, Hotel historian Bob Taggetts presents a behind-the-scenes look at the putting the resort to seasonal rest. While staff members bustle about moving furniture and emptying the pantries and wine cellar, guests pitch in by carrying the 100 rocking chairs from the porch inside the winter storage. The one-night end-of-October package includes a casual, casual buffet supper, continental breakfast, and no fancy dress required. 80. Do a good deed and say hi to a scout. From Memorial Day through Labor Day, uniform-clad bo Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts from across Michigan are stationed at Mackinac State Park sites, ready to greet visitors, answer questions, and snap the occasional souvenir fo photo for folks. Each group of 50 to 60 scouts spends a week performing guide duties, flag ceremonies, and service projects, such as clearing trails and painting buildings. In 1929, Eagle Scout and future President Gerald Ford participated in the first Governor's Honor Guard, now called Mackinac Island Service, some, excuse me, Scout Service Camp. The volunteer program was expanded in 1974 to include Girl Scouts. Troops bring their own food and supplies and bunk in the Scout Barracks near Fort Mackinac. They have free time to sightsee, hike, and bike rides, but many say the best experience is meeting people from around the world. All right, next section, shopping and fashion. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little relieved. Some of those words, I had to look up pronunciations. As many of you know, I am not the best at pronouncing words, so apologies if I mispronounce some. It is not easy, but I did it. 81, souvenir shop on Main Street. The most photographed and densely populated strip of Mackinac Island was first laid out by British in 1781. Since the mid 1800s, when the island's tourism industry began, the road, now known as Main Street, has been in the first impression for visitors disembarking from the ferries or arriving at the marina. Lined with picturesque, mostly Victorian-era structures, Main Street is a bustling cluster of dining, drinking, and lodging establishments, bicycle rentals and shops, lots of shops. The mix of merchandise ranges from fudge to novelty items, postcards, t-shirts, and sweatshirts. Yes, Mackinac can be chilly even in the summer, to fine art and jewelry. Somewhere in between, there's a giggle-inducing fungual stuff of cattywampus, a cheeky shop tucked under Main Street Inn. Stroll Market Street's Gallery Row. 
Running parallel to Main Street, Market Street has served the same purpose since its center of commerce in the fur trade era, when John Jacob Astor built his American Fur Company there in 1817. Today, most merchants along Market Street deal in fine arts and art, and art, earning the nickname Gallery Row. Carriage tour drivers call it fudge-free <laughs> fudge zone, so you won't find any free samples of the confection. But it's worth a stroll to the quality shops, including Mackinac's Little Gallery. Artist owner Becky Barnwell, like most of the artists she features, specializes in scenes of the island. Maeve Grohan's luminous nature paintings reflect her time slip between Michigan and California. She also carries jewelry and ceramic pieces by select artists at her gallery, Maeve's Arts. 83. Buy into history at Dowd's Market. In 1884, Glover Cleveland was elected president. The Statue of Liberty was presented to the United States in France, and brothers Patrick and James Dowd opened a grocery store named Mar Mackinac Island Ferry Docks. The Island House was welcoming travelers and bluff-top cottages were built, but Grand Hotel construction was three years away and fudgies were a thing of the future. Dowd's Market, now located across from Marquette Park, continues to operate as one of the oldest family-owned grocery stores in the nation. Historic Shop is completely current in its selection of fresh foods and produce, staples and specialty products, beverages, and prepared meals to go. Dowd's Market and Deli, a popular spot for picnic fare and stacks, is located at the ferry docks amid the company 19th century roots. They now also have self-checkout spots. 84. Hang it up with an island ornament, Round Island Lighthouse, Grand Hotel, and the Little Stone Church, Mackinac Bridge, are some of the sites featured in a form of hanging ornaments handcrafted by local and regional artists for holiday display or year-round enjoyment. Browse around and you'll find an assortment of decorative and collectible mementos depicting local landmarks in a rustic sliver of wood or vintage-looking blown glass. For Island Breeze Fine Art Gallery, Michigan artist Mary Faith paints gold, red, and green bulbs in the colorful folk art style. At Ivana's delicately etched reproduction scrimshaw ornaments designed by Gary Kirigoff are elegant reminders of Mackinac attractions of any time of year. 85. Join the Fudgy Brigade. In 1887, Sarah Murdoch's special candy recipes inspired her husband and son to open Mackinac Island Shop to tempt tourists with sweet souvenirs. Murdoch's Fudge is still in business and one of the several companies that sell so many thousands of pounds on the confection each day that visitors are called fudgies. Just try to resist the mouth-watering aromas that escape. Aided by strategically placed shop fans in the streets, Watch as candy makers stir copper kettles in a secret of combinations of sugar, cream, butter, chocolate, and flavorings. At just the right temperature, they pour the fudge onto marble-topped tables to cool while expertly shaping and paddling it into flat loaves to be sliced into half-pound slabs. Go ahead, have a free sample or a dozen, and earn your fudgy stripes. Tip. Indulge in the fudge-based foods, fudge cocktails, and family fudge at the Mackinac Island Fudge Festival each August. 86. Make their own Mackinac memories your own. The mother-daughter team of Jennifer and Natalia Woolitz had been making memories at their family's island summer home for many years, and then they put artistic talents into their company, Mackinac Memories. Jennifer is a writer, custom book publisher, and photographer who captures close-up images of wildflowers as well as wide views of surrounding landscape. 
daughter, Natalia, is a painter and printmaker whose linoleum black prints depict island scenes from bicycles to horses and Victorian cottages. The duo interprets the sights, stories, and sentiments of Mackinac in images, books, coloring books, black prints, and note cards available through their website as many Mackinac Island shops. Read all about it at the Island Bookstore, number 87. The specialty at this independent shop is everything regional, fiction, nonfiction, and children's books, cookbooks, CDs, DVDs, calendars, and coloring books for adults and kids about Mackinac Island, the Straits of Mackinac, Mackinac Bridge, the Great Lakes. But the Island Bookstore shelves are also stocked with well-rounded selection of children's and young adult books, bestsellers, and works from little-known presses. Shop owner Mary Jane Barnwell is a published author who appreciates local and Michigan writers, and she and her stuff are well regarded for recommendations of books bearing staff pick stickers. Located um, in the Lilac Tree Center, there's a second island bookstore also seasonal in Mackinac City. 88. Play around at Great Turtle Toys. Every inch of space in this colorful shop is jammed with playful things that support Great Turtle Toys claims. We're all fun and games. The Joyful store carries almost overwhelmingly variety of quality and quantity of purchase merchandise, most of it battery-free, for indoor and outdoor activities, from crafts and puzzles to stuffed animals, rubber band slingshots, and board games. This is the place to buy one of the kites that soar over Windermere Point whenever weather permits. Known for its friendly, knowledgeable staff, the store has a must-stop spot for ages um, since 1997 is located next to the Island Bookstore. 89. Commerce your 8 at Destination Mackinac. You've seen the oval stickers bearing the numbers 26.2 and 13.1 for marathon and half marathon runners. Jerry Lynn Bailey thought that anyone who competes Mackinac Island's 8.2 mile perimeter route should have the same bragging rights and she created not just a sticker honoring the accomplishment but a line of items that an entire store in which to sell them. The Red Schwinn Hornet bicycle that hangs on a shop wall adorns Destination Mackinac 8.2 merchandise. From old-fashioned ringing bike bells to shirts and other wearable mugs, water bottles, glassware magnets, romantics will want the long and flowing scarves that come in soft colors and are meant to flutter in a cycling-induced breeze. 90. Fly the Flag of Mackinac Island the banner representing Mackinac Island symbolizes key aspect of its culture and history in one pretty packable souvenir. The flag's dominant blues and greens represent the land and surrounding Straits of Mackinac. At the center, a graphic depicting the back of a turtle rising from the waters interprets the Native American legend of the origins of Michelin Mackinac, land of the great turtle. A horseshoe encircles the turtle shell, illuminating the importance of horses on the island. The three white stars have multiple meanings, the military influence, the flags of France, Great Britain, and United States that have flown over the island and the beauty of the night sky. You can find the banner for traditional flagpole or garden stake at Flagship or Great Turtle Toys. Love getting my garden flags at Flagship. 91. A Great Turtle to Go from, great, from the Great Turtle. Native Americans lore connects the turtle to Mackinac Island. The land resembled a turtle rising from the water, so they called it Michilimackinac or Michilimackinac, the land of the great turtle. In a creation legend, the world is nothing but water until the great turtle, Mackinac, is called to lend its rounded shell to form the first landmass. Mackinac Island embraces the turtle in its home 
to the Blanding Snapping and Painted, which is Michigan's official reptile species. Remember your Mackinac visit with a turtle souvenir, such as a Legend of Mackinac Island from the Island Bookstore, a whimsical tea is for turtle print found at Little Luxuries, ivory turtle jewelry from Irvana's, a turtle poppet from the Great Turtle Toys, and of course, gooey turtle fudge from Murdoch's. 92. Pop into Poppins and write home about it. The art of the handwritten note is alive and well at Poppins, a happy place dedicated to lovely handcrafted things that you didn't know you needed. Paper products star from greeting cards and stationery to suitable for framing prints, decorative wrapping papers and journals, perfect for jotting down your impressions of Mackinac Island. Sharing self-space with writing materials, you'll find an assortment of candles, bath and body items, picture frames, small ceramics, and other decorative items that capture the fancy of owner Kate Nye. The British transplant's habit of carrying a large catch-all tote called the Mary Poppins bag by locals inspired the name of the shop. Tip, have your snail mail postmarked at the Mackinac Island Post Office on Market Street. The Postal Service has operated on the island since 1819, but does not deliver. All residents must pick up their mail. 93. Don't miss the shops at Mission Point. Take home the scent of lilacs in the luscious, heavenly-scented lilac blossom body lotion and hand soaps from Lakeside Spa and Salon at Mission Point Resort. Shopping comes with views of Lake Huron at the resort's window line marketplace, where the boutique carries high-end resort wear and accessories, plus quality gifts and home accents. Step through the garden gate to adopt a cuddly, stuffed Nick dog, a black and white border collie charged with case chasing Canada geese off Mission Point's Great Lawn. You'll also find casual clothing, retro toys, and games. Mackinac Island books and adorable, affordable ceramic bunnies and other curious in the cherry shop. Stock up on jars of the signature Mission Point marinara sauce and select wines. And a lemon bar for you at the Boxwood Coffee Shop and Cafe. 94. Plan a grand shopping spree. Browse Grand Hotel Shopping Concourse for fine clothing and accessories at Cagney's for Men and Colony Shop for Women. Bold Mackinac scenes at oil paintings by Marley, baubles including Made in Detroit Shinola watches and Carlton Barney's Newbridge silverware collection at Grand Hotel and Company, fine jewelry. Toys for the kids at T. Richards. Grand Hotel devotees head to the Mackinac Market to stock up on custom geranium body and hair products and collect colorful glassblown ornaments including a grand hotel pot of its signature geraniums this is a source of for china in the house of the camilla rose pattern entire set or just the teacup and saucer saucer and the 600 somewhere in time grand hotel music box handmade numbered and signed tip if you're not a grand hotel guest You'll have to pay the $10 visitor fee to access the shops. Remember that they have redone a lot of these shops in the Grand Hotel too. So some of those shops might not still have the same name. 95, unfortunately that shop is no longer there, so I won't go over it. 96, find your gift Nirvana at Irvana's. Irvana Morris managed the long-established Scripshander's store for two decades before she bought the shop and expanded its merchandise beyond the delicately etched scrimshaw. She still carries Scrimshaw items by Gary Kirchhoff, the former owner, but you'll also find antiques plus paintings, arts and craft style pottery, pocket knives, folk, and fish decoys, functional and decorative wooden pieces, and handmade tiles. Many of the 50 artists who work 
she carries are from Michigan. The jewelry selection includes whimsical mermaid necklaces, ivory and sterling silver, delicate dragonfly pennants, and fossilized walrus ivory, puna shell, and golden sterling silver. 97. Splurge on little luxuries. Do you need it? Probably not. But you'll undoubtedly find something that you'll want at Little Luxuries. A lovely shop that tempts with fragrant soaps and scented candles. Decorative pillows and tea towels. Kitchen accessories and handbags. Scarves along with jewelry. Expanding on the concept but featuring handcrafted items, owner Nicole Dowd built her success by opening the Artist of Mackinac on Mackinac Island. She stocks that store, which is unfortunately no longer in business, so I don't want to get your hopes up about being there, but she has gone into moving some of the stuff into Little Luxuries. All right. 98. Need a memento at the Butterfly Boutique. Nature is the theme of a wide variety of items in the gift shops at the island's two butterfly attractions. At the original Butterfly House, which also operates a second gift shop on Main Street, you'll find a bright and bold paintings of the beautiful flying insects by local artist Noelle Skiba. Sterling silver jewelry featuring bits of butterfly wings, a complete butterflies preserved in acrylic boxes by John Jurek. Wings of Mackinac Butterfly Conservatory tempts kids and parents with a variety of books, educational toys, crafts, and science-related activities. Home decor and gift items ranging from prints to stained glass, colorful mobiles, and wearable fly-off-the-art shelves. 99. Snap up a scarf from somewhere on Mackinac. So this is actually what is now Rustic Chic. So if you are looking for a great scarf and other items, um, she has scarves and plenty of other like clothing and purses and jewelry in there and because her old shop here used to be on Cadat Avenue but now she is on Main Street. So unfortunately 100 was Canvas and Paddle and that is no longer in business and this um, this was also owned by Nicole Dowd um, and she had had three shops and has three boys and it just um, she made the hard decision last year um, or two years ago, I believe it was, to shut the, the stores down and just focus on little luxuries. But some other great stores have gone in its place, and this is the um, Pink Pony store, so you can get a lot of cute things in there. So, those were the 100 things to do on Mackinac Island. Just some fun information in case you didn't know about it. A lot of history in there with the Indian names as well, too. To finish up this episode, I'm going to do ghost stories from Mackinac Island. This was on the tourism page under the blog, and it was published on September 29, 2023. Once fall arrives at the U.S. best summer travel destination, a different feeling comes to Mackinac Island. As the crowds thin, the leaves change, and nighttime falls earlier. The atmosphere can become a bit mysterious, spooky even. No wonder it's the busiest time of year for the haunts of Mackinac, the history tour. During the 90-minute walking tour that covers about one mile at a leisurely pace, a guide tells entertaining stories while leading the group past several haunted sites on Mackinac Island. The haunts of Mackinac tour. In a place such as Mackinac Island with so much history, there's no shortage of stories to share. Todd Clements has compiled many of them in his book, Haunts of Mackinac. The book tells of a mother seen weeping over the late 19th century graves of her two young children buried in Mackinac Island's Post Cemetery. It speaks of presence in Rifle Range Trail that just may be the ghost 
of the first person executed on Mackinac Island. Among other stories shared in the book are how several of the places to stay on Mackinac Island have reported hauntings of one of a kind or another, from footsteps in the halls to furniture moving around. There's also the curious case of the oldest building in Michigan, which now houses the kids' quarters at Fort Mackinac. The toys in the room always get put away neatly at night, yet staff sometimes arrive in the morning to find the toys out of place as if they were played with. Here are some ghost sightings on Mackinac Island. Clements and other guides on Haunts of Mackinac Tour can tell you the stories for hours. Even skeptics find them to be a little creepy. There are many accounts of ghosts being seen inside Fort Holmes, the restored British stronghold atop Mackinac Island's highest point. It's a popular spot for stargazing, but many people have also reported seeing three soldiers conversing, then poof, they disappear as if it's been startled. Are soldiers talking about how to combat the ill-fated American attack of Major Andrew Holmes during the War of 1812? Did they perish during the time at that fort with the remains buried somehow nearby? No one knows for sure. There's also a story of Lucy, a young girl who reportedly has been seen many locations on Mackinac Island throughout the years. She has curly hair and wears light-colored sundress and she has been seen following people on the staircase at Crow's Nest Trail by Anne's tablet, peeking out the windows of Pine Cottage B&B and on several occasions during Haunts of Mackinac tours. Not much is known of Lucy either, how she died or why she's haunting the island still today. What is known is that the ghosts of Mackinac Island are not menacing in any way. They just appear from time to time, especially in the fall as leaves tumble down the streets and there's an aura of quiet and calm. Maybe they just want to get in on the fun of trick-or-treating and costume parties that happen during the Mackinac Islands Halloween weekend each October. There's no reason to be frightened by any of these goats on Mackinac Island, even if you believe that they're real. But the Haunts of Mackinac Histories tour still makes a little spooky thrill. Then again, so does a hike in the woods of Mackinac Island State Park after dark. I'll be honest, said Clements, that's scary. It is really dark at night. So those are just some fun little spooky tales that they have. I would highly recommend getting, he has two books. He has The Haunts of Mackinac, and then he has Haunts of Mackinac, the next chapter. Those are available in the bookstore, so you can read them and get some interesting tales for you to even maybe give your own tours, ghost tours of Mackinac, if you wanted to the next time you go there. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you have a very fun and spooky Halloween. Be on the lookout for this Friday for an extra episode. It is about a program that I've actually mentioned on here before, Soup of Success, and I was able to secure an interview with the director so she can tell you guys a little bit more about it. It also is a great time for you to look into some of their products for Christmas ideas. All right, that concludes this week's episode. I look forward to talking to you next week about our favorite place, Mackinac Island. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather. Heather.